Church, I'd like to do this as we prepare our hearts uh, for prayer. I want to go to the Word of God and, and again to uh, the book of Psalms that I mentioned uh, last week as being a book of God's Word that is filled with honesty. And, and you and I certainly uh, appreciate when someone is honest, when the Word of God is opened up and just honest words flow off the page. It has a way of just filling our, our hearts and uh, offering to us exactly what we need. So I want to go to Psalm 19, 14 this morning. If you would, please join me uh, in offering these words unto the glory of God. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen and amen. Let us go to the Lord in prayer, church. And as we do, I, I pray that these words stay with us from this psalm. The Lord is our rock. The Lord is our redeemer. Also, in the Word of God, it speaks about your almighty presence being the horn of our salvation. Lord, you are the beginning. You are the end. You are everything. So, Lord, we just open up to you this morning and each and every day. Come and fill our hearts, Lord. Come and fill our spirits. Lord, we face this Lenten journey not sure if we are ready or if it would be just easier to stay in our safety and comfort zone. Help us to take the risk of looking within and looking beyond ourselves to the joy that awaits us. Give us hearts of courage and strength for the tasks which lie ahead. Be with each one of us as we move from the winter of discouragement to the spring of hope. Cleanse our spirits, O oh God, and make us truly ready to be your disciples. We cannot do this thing called life on our own. Lord, we need you. And for this we ask in the holy and powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who gives us the Lord's Prayer, praying together now as the body of, as the body of Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Church, I am turning now to Psalm 103, verses 1 through 14. I uh, would invite you to look uh, on the screen. If you have your own word before you, please uh, go there now. Lord, we ask your blessings upon this, your holy word, and the proclamation of it. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. A Psalm of David, church. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart I will praise His holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May, may I never forget the good things that He has done for me. He forgives all of my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly. He revealed his character to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for all of our sins, for he does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love toward those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. Church, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen and amen. So church, I, I want to uh, bring your attention once again to uh, the altar space and, and thank the uh, worship team uh, each and every week for uh, their their grace, their creativity. Uh, Sally and Jimmy are, are so uh, thoughtful and creative, but this is a, a homemade uh, pencil. D did I miss Jimmy? Is she here this morning? Okay. Well, uh, she uh, she made uh, this pencil, um, and it and it, she did a, a wonderful job. She even has some some bling up top near the eraser. So I want you to come and take a look at that when you have a minute. But well well done to her, and certainly well done to uh, the worship team. I I, I thank uh, I thank them all for uh, their uh, grace and hard work. So, uh, church. Um, in uh, preparation for this morning's sermon, I, I was uh, truly uh, drawn to this text from Psalm uh, 103. And, and one, one of the things that, uh, that drew me uh, to this text was uh, how uh, the, the Word of God really spoke uh, about uh, forgiveness. So it, it, it ministered uh, to me personally, and, and of course you and I, we all have our scriptures that, that speak to us and, and minister uh, to us when, when we need it, when we're down and out or we're just feeling lost. There's uh, the, the power in the Word of God and how it can just bring us close and, and remind us us, uh, of his of his grace and forgiveness and and salvation so so th that was one of the reasons why I, I was led to this text but but also just as a as a very quick disclaimer I also want to say this about 
about the text that is before us. Uh, I, I believe, too, uh, that Psalm 103 uh, is, is a text that uh, someone needs to hear in this room today, okay? Someone in this room needs to hear a message about forgiveness, okay? And it's here. It's here in the Word of God. So I want you to put on your spirit ears and just open up the ears of your heart because there's a message about forgiveness for us all this day. So let, let me ask you all a very pointed question this morning as we begin, okay? And it's simply this. How do you understand forgiveness? How do you understand forgiveness, okay? Specifically, how do you understand the forgiveness of sins, okay? The reason why I bring that up, okay, is because the answer to that question can easily, very, very easily get distorted, okay? The answer to that question can easily get manipulated. It can get watered down. It can get distorted. So, I thought we would go there now and uh, just, just explore it for a, a few moments. So, um, being uh, the people of faith that we are, let, let's get a biblical understanding about forgiveness. That, of course, is what you and I, as people of faith, we literally stand on, okay? We stand on the Word of God as our source and our, and our being and the way in which God uh, can speak to us. So, let us go there now, uh, and, and let me pick up again uh, with verse 2 of Psalm 103, and I'm going to read verses 2 through 5 first. So, hear these words again. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things that he has done for me. Here it is. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me even from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. Now, I'm skipping down to verse 12 and 13. Pay attention to this. He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. Okay. Did you hear that? about forgiveness. Here's the takeaway, okay, that I want to just put on your heart and on your mind this morning, okay? That forgiveness is God-given and God-driven. Let me say that again. Forgiveness is God-given and it's God-driven. But I'm not going to stop there. There are some other scriptures that I want you to put your eyes to that deal with forgiveness that you and I need to be referring to and reminding ourselves of 
each and every day. Let's go to 1 John. Please look on the screen there. I'm just going to turn uh, to my own scripture here. 1 John 1 9. Here's what it says. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness, okay? But it doesn't stop there. There are other scriptures. Let's go to Romans 5, 8. Here's what verse 8 says, but God showed his great love for us by sending us Christ to die for us while we were yet sinners, okay? Let me go now to one more verse here. Here's the really profound thing about this verse from Luke 23, 34. This is Jesus literally hanging on the cross of Calvary. And here are his words here. Luke 23, 34. Jesus then said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. Okay, church, hear this again. Forgiveness, forgiveness of sins, it is God-given and God-driven, okay? I want us to think about God's forgiveness in this way, okay? Do you recognize the name Joseph Priestley, okay? You students of history out there, Joseph Priestley. The man, the name is significant, and here's why. Let's go back 200 years. Joseph Priestley, he was an adventuresome kind of spirit. He was an explorer, and he had the privilege of traveling all over the world. And one of the places that he went was South America. Okay. Joseph was exploring. He was doing what explorers do. And he came up uh, to this tree, and the tree had some sap on the outside. Joseph then takes this sap. Okay. He studies it. He dissects it. He just looks at it. He's, he's trying to process this sap. But here's what he's also doing, as any explorer and scientist would do. He's writing, right? He's writing, and he's taking good notes. But he noticed that when this sap hit the pencil ink, what do you think it did? It erased it, just like that. And he begins to use this sap, in a sense, as an eraser. Okay? He gives it a name, even, the sap. He calls it rubber, right? This spongy, rubbery substance that you and I, of course, have on our automobile tires that is on any given pencil head right there, an eraser head, okay? Now, why in the world would anyone need an eraser for anything at all? Okay? I'm going to just put that on your heart for a minute. Why in the world would you and I need an eraser? And I'm speaking of a literal eraser and also a spiritual or metaphorical one. 
Well, let's just be honest for a moment. Each and every one of us, literally and metaphorically, but across the board, make mistakes. Do we not? Each and every one of us make mistakes. So there's power in the eraser that we can, in fact, erase those mistakes. Listen, listen, so that we have a second chance, so that we're given the opportunity to start over again, to rewrite something, to redo something. And the same applies to the eraser that God is in our own spiritual lives. You see, just as I shared with the children, it's our faith in the redeeming and forgiving power of God in Jesus Christ that in fact gives us a second chance. It offers to you and I who believe and confess their sins before the Lord God Almighty forgiveness, church, forgiveness for past mistakes, forgiveness for what will come when we get tripped up, when we mess up, when we sin. You know, in another way, Scripture says it like this, it's through Christ's wounds on the cross at Calvary that you and I are forgiven, okay? Which is God-given, church, and God-driven, okay? But it always starts with God, who is the source the being of forgiveness. And Scripture really just drives that home. And those, those Scriptures that I mentioned certainly uh, speak uh, to that. Let, let me just say uh, a, few, a few other thoughts here, okay, about forgiveness, and it's this, okay? I, I, I want you to pay particular attention to what I'm about to say here, Okay? Are you dodging the grace of God and the grace that God can give you through the power of forgiveness? Or is God saying, come to me, and yet you're running away from God? Are you dodging the grace that God wants to give you through the free gift that we have been given from Christ when he went to the cross. Are you dodging forgiveness? And let me be more specific. Are you not forgiving yourself for something that God has already forgiven you for? Are you not forgiving someone else for something that they did to you or said to you from long ago? Are you dodging that opportunity for forgiveness that God has already given to you 
And you see, here's the thing about forgiveness that you and I need to be reminded of, church, because we often let our pride, we often let our anger, our bitterness get in the way of hearing this, okay? Forgiveness, church, is a very personal thing, is it not? We either embrace it or we don't. We either accept forgiveness or we don't. But you see, here's the alternative to forgiveness. If you and I do not accept the forgiveness that God has given to us in Jesus Christ, or we cannot come to the point where we're at least working on forgiving ourselves or someone else, here's what happens. Bitterness begins to set in. And bitterness, here's the thing about bitterness, bitterness is not our friend. Bitterness, in fact, is our enemy. And bitterness has a way of eating at you, does it not? Bitterness, here's the thing about bitterness, bitterness will literally make you sick. It will make your body sick. It will make you spiritually sick. And listen, it will not only make you sick, but bitterness will consume you and it will control you. So I'm going to put that invitation out there to you this day. If you have been dodging an opportunity where God is literally opening up that door and saying, hey, let me forgive you for this. Church, pray about it. Today is the day to begin to be working in that mode and in that spirit of working on forgiving yourself or working on forgiving someone else or working on accepting and embracing the forgiveness that God so wants to give to you right now. So, it's a choice that you and I have it's a choice that God has given to us through his grace called free will. We either accept it or we don't. And at this point, if you are not willing to accept it because you just have to hold on to it, then let your prayer be this. Lord, let me one day soon begin to forgive as you have forgiven me. I pray, Lord, that I can put myself and that I can put my sin aside and confess that and give that to you so that I can fully hear you, so that I can fully know you, and so that I can fully experience you, your grace and your mercy, and your forgiveness. Church, let me offer a word of prayer for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, forgiveness is not easy. 
Lord. Forgiveness by no means is a walk in the park, nor is it a piece of cake. But the alternative, Lord, the alternative to at least beginning uh, to work on forgiveness, the alternative is we stay stuck and we begin to get bitter and angry. And you have not created us, Lord, as your children to be bitter and angry. Lord, you, in fact, want to set us free, free from the things of this world that snag us, that weigh us down, that hurt us, that fill us with self-destructive ideas and behaviors. Lord, you want to free us from all of that because that's you believe so much, Lord, in us that you gave us your son, and it's by his wounds that we are, in fact, healed and free. I pray, Lord, that we know that this day. I pray, Lord, that we can begin to work through forgiveness, that we can begin to accept and embrace the forgiveness that you freely give to us, that we can begin to accept and be freed, Lord, from things that are weighing down on us that we have not been able uh, to forgive ourselves of or to forgive someone else of, Lord. That happens to each and every one of us. It's not just uh, hurting just one person, but we've all been there. The sting of life, Lord, bites us all. So guide us, direct us, and I pray in the name of Jesus that we move closer, even if it's one inch closer, to knowing and accepting your grace and your forgiveness first. And that can speak to us and minister to our hearts. This we pray in Jesus' holy name. Amen.